When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Indie Indeed, the Dinner Party Role Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Gressel. With me today are the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hello. Hi. Howdy. Hi. All right. We're going to get right back into it. Last time you guys split up, got some more information about the adventure hooks that you have at your disposal, and then decided to gear up before you head out on a larger adventure after the uh, performance of the Harvest Festival. So let's say it's the next morning. You've got a full day of prep before you. And then the evening after that will be the performance at the Harvest Festival. So, what do you guys do? Oh, well, yeah, there's no meal still, uh, charity. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to limber up, just in case. And I'm going to lube up a little bit for the same reason. (laughs) And I'm going to fill up so I eat some cucumbers. (laughs) I think it was zucchini. I eat but some if you zu- want cucumbers, you can get cucumbers. You can oh, get man. pretty much whatever you want right now, because everybody's in for the Harvest Festival. <laughs> and Zavis is in the basement trying to get that damn door open. Just staring <laughs> at the door. <laughs> okay, so do we still have uh, Clarissa in the house? Yes. She did not go home to her own home, which is just down the street. She it's, just, it's just bad memories for her. That's fair. Yeah. You know, and and Carebert and her have like really started to develop a pretty good friendship. You know, a day. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're probably around. You know, Carebert's a bit younger than Clarissa, but Clarissa's not an old woman. Hey, Clarissa. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, Have you ever played a musical instrument before? (laughs) 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 Well, like all you know, young ladies of a certain class, I I was brought up. You know trained on on key instruments it's not a skill that i i've really practiced uh in my adult life but i bet i, I bet some of it would probably come back to me would you have any interest in maybe learning some songs that we're going to play tomorrow at the harvest festival you know what carebert was telling me about your show and yeah. uh to help her practice i've actually already kind of jumped in so I was hoping you would ask. That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, you can play with us if you'd like, because I kind of just want to get a whole polyphonic spree thing going on. Ooh, <laughs> just nice. get everybody up there that wants to be. But also, as I was saying earlier, you know, there's a decent chance that one or all of us will be killed before the <laughs> festival. And so just in case, I don't want to disappoint the people of Night's Pass who are really pumped up for this performance. And uh, if, if need be, you might need to you know, sub in. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. Um, yeah. You know, a, a hurdy-gurdy and a harpsichord probably would step on each other a little bit without anything else to fill out the sound. But <laughs> I, I'm in. Count me in. 
I come out of the kitchen and say, what, what about us dying before the concert? The concert's tomorrow. I, yeah, dude, but you know, things What's get gonna wild happen and crazy. But, yeah, but like it's like less than 24 hours away. No one's going to well, die. If you want us to not die, I suggest we prep ourselves. Stay home? No. We got, there's, home is the number one place where you're most likely to encounter an accident. An ominous rumble comes from somewhere in the mansion. And besides, our home may be haunted. So I think <laughs> that perhaps we should go out and uh, prepare ourselves by going to get some magic. Because especially, hey man, remember when I turned into a clown and lost all my cool stuff? Yes. I want to get some new cool stuff. Well, I don't think we'll die going to do that. So uh, I guess I'm down. Is that Yeah. Want to go shopping? For what? You know, whatever. I'm like, I'm looking at the, the door. <laughs> I'm just back to where I was. I've come full circle. I <laughs> guess. Can we go to, oh, wait, the lock store, the place I would have. That's where, okay, I found a body there. No, I'm just repeating everything I've already done. <laughs> Is there other stores I'd be able to get, like a, like a skeleton key made? There's probably a skeleton store. Come on. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. We have to go to Bordelia's. We got to get our fancy oh, that's clothes, right. Sabbath. Why you forgot? I forgot. I, I'm very, uh, I, I have a one track <laughs> mind. But yes, clothes. That sounds great. Let's there we go. go. All right. Chop, chop. Let's go. Uh, Clarissa and Kerbert, sit here and, you know, figure, figure it out, I guess. You ever learn how to make tea? <laughs> and, and there's just like like a pot on the stove just like over boils <laughs> <laughs> leaves and roots and stuff coming yeah. out oh, <laughs> guess not let's go uh, okay uh, you pr- approach Berdelia's shop you've been here a few times before it's in the Oak Shield district of town uh, it is a nice shop we've established that before it's very upscale uh, so a good uh, chance that they will have the kind of outfits that you're looking for, Zabbis. As you approach the door, though, uh, just outside, you hear raised voices to uh, women uh, seemingly arguing um, as you enter into the shop. And when you do, and a little, the little bell rings uh, as you uh, cross the door, two dwarves turn and look at you. One uh, is Bredalia, you recognize her, and the other is a uh, slightly taller uh, female dwarf with jet black hair, uh, about maybe just a hair over five feet tall. And she uh, is wearing like a very simple uh, dark dress and no like armor. Uh, her, it's, a, it's a sleeveless dress. Her sleeves are bare. Her, she has very strong, powerful arms. And uh, the the fabric of the dress uh, appears black, but when it she moves in light, yeah, it shimmers uh, with like greens and blues. Her hair, her black hair, is uh, braided and coiled in an elaborate design that looks like like it's, it's very angular, uh, uh, like kind of like triangles and things, points uh, it creates before it falls into um, braids behind her uh, back and over her shoulders. She has very, uh, very pale skin, um, and it looks all the, you know, makes her hair stand out all the more, and she wears a uh, large black stone on a necklace around her neck. Um, she's also barefoot um, oh. and has no other 
jewelry, no rings or bracelets or anything, just that stone around her neck. When you guys come in, whatever they were saying to each other, they stop immediately and turn and look at you. And Berdelia says, oh, it's the adventurers. How, how can I help you? And she kind of pushes the other woman back, like, cut, you know, in, in kind of a way that says, like, cut it out or shut up or like, oh, shit. Be quiet. Oh, they're kind of friendly with each other, huh? Wait, did it sound like they were having an argument? It sounded like they were having an argument. It sounded like a a familiar argument or a friendly argument, not necessarily combative or as though they were straight. Like, it it seems as though it was almost a annoying argument. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've had those. Uh, Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) You guys good? Don't mind this customer here. Just... uh, you know, a, com- a complaint with an order that, uh, unfortunately, I will not be able to fulfill. Do you shove your customers? That makes <laughs> me scared to to um, mess up a, a rule in this store. What if I touch something I'm not supposed to? Yeah, you're going to shove us? The other woman says, like, oh, and you've known Berdelia as long as I have. It's a, a, a shove is to be expected. Oh, so you're friends. Old, old friends, and uh, for a time we were more than that, but, you know, things don't work out. But I, but I hope we're still friends, and I hope that being friends means that I still have access to her incredible services as a seamstress. There's, there's none other in the, in the world, really, quite like Bredalia. She's pretty amazing. She even yeah. made these cargo pants for me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Some of my finest work, the cargo pants. I, I hope they've, they've come, into, uh, come to good use Yes, uh, Berdelia, very practical. But you see, we are we're here on very different business. And Marjorie kind of side eyes the other dwarf. Um, she is looking right at Flack. You notice? Is she? <laughs> oh. yeah, I think she's indeed. <laughs> wow, Berdelia, we would like to enter into Didgeridon Court. Both of them, when you mention Didgeridon, are like their jaws like hit the floor. <laughs> Why would you have any reason to go? To Didridon, and then the the other woman now kind of glides over to you guys. Um, glides, and yeah. She the way that she moves is very graceful and like kind of flowy. Um, it's very surprising to see someone of her kind of build move this way. Like she's very very small and powerful, like a uh, like a weightlifter. It's like a bumblebee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she floats in a way all all around you and she focuses particularly on margarine and flack there's just something that she's kind of drawn to about you guys well because they're tiny right <laughs> like they're, just, they're also <laughs> tiny is like i've got it, got it. they're all tiny <laughs> I, I like nodded zabbis like definitely we're the tall ones and we definitely, must be definitely definitely, definitely definitely intimidating yeah 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 you guys are in the back just, like, putting shirts up to yourselves, like, all right, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is just chopping off the rack. <laughs> and, she, and she says, well, surely it, it would be to make a pilgrimage, Berdelia. You, you, of all people, should know. I mean, if they've been touched this way, then, then they should do, you know, do the necessary rites and honors, or else there could be long-standing repercussions. Touched this way? Uh... Can I roll to know what the hell that means? <laughs> uh, sure. Um, I guess insight or history. Well, insight will tell you if she's just full of shit. History could tell you if you have any idea what she's talking about. I'm going to do insight because it feels like what Marjorie would do. Okay. 
I got a 14. She seems to be very genuine in what she's talking about. You, you don't necessarily know what the words add up to mean, but her tone and intent appear to be truthful and not uh, malicious in any way. She doesn't mean what she said in a bad way or that whatever she means is harmful to you. She just means in a very matter-of-fact way. Obviously, you guys have to go on some sort of pilgrimage to Didrodon. In her opinion, that makes total sense. It's true, Bordelia. We are indeed touched this way. All adventurers are, in a way. It's unavoidable. But but now that uh, Eldabelle is here, I, I, I can see what she's talking about. Now that she's pointed it out, I haven't accessed this part of myself in so long. But there's more death on you than usual. <laughs> <laughs> Did news of Zabas's accusation of murder get this far? Marjorie, it wasn't real. Like, it wasn't... We I were hearing that differently, yeah, but... Eldabelle, the uh, other woman, is kind of, like, waving her hands over Flack. Like Reiki? I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> the other three of you make uh, perception rolls. Oh, shit. Okay. Man, of course I smell like death. <laughs> 24. Dirty 20. 12. <laughs> All three of you can see that as she's doing this, her dress starts to shimmer more so than just the way that it did when she moved in the light. Uh, there are green and blue hues that uh, start to almost glow uh, in her clothing. I want that. <laughs> I want that. Fletch and Marjorie, as you look at her dress, almost feel uh, as if you... Like, the way that a really beautiful painting can kind of, like, pull you into it, you know? Mm -hmm. That's kind of the way that her dress makes you feel. It, like, you're, you're looking at something that becomes more than what it is. Uh, it gives you a sense of, like, bigness, like, vastness, um, like, a, like a night sky, almost. Oh, it's like, uh, they, they brought they mentioned this painting in the movie we watched last night but christina's world do you know what i'm talking about oh yeah yeah, yeah. like that painting is weird get those vibes you've know. seen it before yes for sure like, why yeah. yeah yeah i haven't but it's cool <laughs> famous right. contemporary painter andrew wyeth there's a depth that that you're kind of captivated by it doesn't quite put you into a trance. I don't want to, because this is a magical world where that can actually happen, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to suggest that you are entranced mm -hmm. by this. But it does have that feeling the way that, like, good art does. I want to roll to see if I can tell if this is something she made or if I can purchase this for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if a roll can tell you that. Um, well, I guess roll to see if, like, Berdelia made it. You can ask Berdelia, yeah. I guess in investigation um a five sir <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it 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 doesn't look new like there's no tag oh. there's no like designer label on it <laughs> okay. but then flack you kind of feel a slight like lightness as she's running her your her hands over you and the rest of you kind of see and flack you start to see as she steps away a green and blue shimmering almost cloud that she's kind of like crafted uh, around you and she pulls it into her hands and she kind of starts to kind of manipulate it 
Um, and you see this resembles uh, Aurora, like the Northern Lights. It has that same kind of quality to it. At this time of day. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> you did it to yourself, dude. You should I have known it. better. I what, can't believe it. What is that? Yeah. Did you take something from me? This is the leftover bits of your soul from when you first died. When you died the first time, I suppose, is the is the more accurate way of putting it. Whoa, dude, I was gonna tell you a joke, Flack, that she was when she was looking at you, that you had a second life glow about you. But I didn't oh. say anything because I was like, well, that's that a would- joke. How's that a joke? <laughs> well, because you were all excited because she was looking at you. And I was like, oh, it must be that second life glow. And then I thought you were going to laugh and I was going to laugh. And then we we're going to kind of like high five. And then. I, yeah, no, that's probably how it would have Yeah, but then I didn't down, say but anything. Now I'm concerned. Give it back. And I reach for it. When you grab it, it does kind of like come back into you. You you kind of feel a little bit heavier. What the? Can what? we Can we see how much a soul weighs? <gasps> can we do that experiment for real? <laughs> Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? I just get very excited. We have to figure out how much of a percentage that soul fragment is of his dead soul. Yeah, but then we could math it out, and we could find out. But That's yeah, so cool. No, I'm, I'm all for that, I guess. But wait a minute. Does okay? Uh, oh, whoa, lots to deal with here. This is the re- remnant soul of my previous life, but uh, presumably. I have all the soul of my current life. Is that right, Eldabel? I I think so. Um, whatever happened to you is more complicated than anything I've ever come across. So I've got more soul than everyone else. No, no. Oh my god. Did, right? Uh, look at everyone me. Everyone else just hanging out with one soul. I've got more years on him. I'm sensing uh, around all of you, there is an energy... It's so strange. It's 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 something I've never come across outside of the halls of 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 our order high in in the peaks. I could swear that you've had had an encounter with one of the great dragons. Is this is this true? Yeah. Yeah, we met a yeah. dragon. We friended him. Buds. Which which one? Madeiras. The sun dragon. It's incredible. I I wasn't sure that the others were real, but. But here it is. Here I can, I can, I can, I can see it. I can touch it. What do you mean, the others? Dragon. There are other dragons. Energy. The 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 life force that was imbued into you that 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 reconstituted your 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 very form. She's just obsessed with you, Flack. She's just (laughs) yeah, just like running her hands all around you. Like, hey, wait, do you see like your soul? Do you see like a purple uke in there? Can you like pull that out? Marjorie's gonna sidle over to Bordelia and be like, "Does she do? Does she do this a lot?" We we used to be part of a. I'm originally from uh, Didradon, and we used to be part of a of a like a coven. Well, I guess the cat's out of a, the bag now. A secret society. Um, it wasn't really out of the bag. I wouldn't have assumed you were part of a secret society, but we just told you that we met a dragon, so no secrets here. <laughs> um we're part of a group uh of an of a secret society called the the light of the aurora it's a well for lack of a better term um 
cult in service of the great dragon, Didridon himself. He is a dragon. I knew it. Zavis, I knew it. Yeah. So we could probably befriend him because we've already befriended Medeiros. So good track record. Should be easy. Yeah. Well, wait. So is Didridon the name of the dragon and the place? Yeah, it is. It was created by him. I guess it's like, like Lincoln, Nebraska. Is Lincoln a dragon? Of of freedom. <laughs> if Madeiras didn't name the islands after himself, yet Didridon named his land after him, maybe he's an ass. <laughs> maybe he's like super conceited. Ooh, yeah. That could be a red flag. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Fletch, I know you're not very good with people. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you a tip. Assuming that they're an ass before you even get the chance to meet them, probably not the way to go. But then if they're not, then it's a nice surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Like, whoops, sorry, I thought you were a jerk, but you're not. This is great. No one of our people has seen or heard from Didridon in living memory. It's, It's been generations since there's actually been a sighting. It's, that's why I was so excited to, to see here that the, the proof of that you've had some sort of encounter with, with one of the, with one of the great dragons. This is, this is just un, unbelievable. It's, it's a validation of our whole belief. See, Berdalia, you left for, for nothing. It's, it's all true. All of the work that we've been doing is, is, is for a purpose. It must be. How do you explain this otherwise? What? And Berdalia kind of scoffs and turns away. I think I've figured out maybe why they broke up. Religion. Just seems, yeah, this seems like a big issue. <laughs> well, now that they know the answer, they can get back together. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys know Durgy? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like a all dwarves know each other thing, but like he's from Didridon and you guys like worship Didridon. So like, do yeah, you guys know? To he, does Ring a Bell dress is fancy, pretty insufferable? Berdalia speaks up and she says, uh, our, our order didn't really operate in mainstream society. We've been cast out and ostracized for, for generations for not, not adhering to the, the kind of scientific mainstream uh, of the rest of our people as, as they pursued advancements in, in, in all kinds of different disciplines. Oh, um, so it's like a faith in science thing. You know. Believe in science? There always needed to be people to shepherd the souls of, of the departed into their final resting place in the high in the peaks where they could uh, join with Didridon um, and, and return to the mountains. But as, as time went on and sightings of the dragon himself became rarer and rarer, people started to you know, not believe in that as much. And the, you know, they didn't think that it was important, the work that we were doing. but if you've been up in those peaks, you know what's up there and the kinds of things that, that can uh, harm you even after death. You know, that's where, where the order came in. If, if you believe in all that, that is, and she turns away again. Oh, oh, Bertalia. Eldabelle is still kind of like playing with all of your soul bits. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> you can have oh, some of mine. back. Yeah, take some of Marge's soul bits. She's older, so... I raise my hands up in the air. There's something else with you. With me? 
No, with 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 margarine, there's it, it's there's something else in here that. Oh, and margarine like rolls up one of her uh, belly flaps. Reaches <laughs> 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 in there and pulls out a, a, a magnifying glass. No, that's not it. <laughs> oh, okay. And then she reaches into another part by her thigh and she pulls out a, a, a like twisted up ball of hair and shows that. Oh. Mm, no, but closer. Close. Oh. You got another mouse in there, Marge? I hope not. Yeah, me too. There's a presence in you that, that feels very. You've been touched in a different way. It's. I've been I, touched hard... in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> I have a ghost in a stick. Do you want me to? Sabbath, <laughs> it's not about you. <laughs> I'm okay. special. Continue. Oh, but do you? Does your ghost need help? You know, reaching no. the. Uh, no, the... no, no, no. It's fine. Oh, no, she likes it in there. Yeah, she likes it. Okay, We're just getting red in the face. My whole thing is is helping souls reach their final, you know, resting place. So if your ghost would like to not be a ghost anymore, I can help make that happen. I will ask her. Uh. When I get the chance. Oh, ma- <laughs> maybe it's this. And Marjorie reaches into her pocket and she pulls out the carving tools with a knowing look in her eye. <gasps> she gasps. Eldabelle does. Nailed it. I don't think this is very close to a ball of hair, but... <laughs> <laughs> if you knew the construction of these tools, you, you, you would perhaps understand better. Did, I, I gave these to another halfling. I thought that, that they would be you know, be beneficial to him because he knew some of the, the dragon language, but if you've come into possession of them, um, there must be a reason for that. That You see, these tools are, if you look very closely, mm-hmm. and she holds, them up, holds it up to you, and, and, and you see um, inlaid in the, uh, the wooden handle, handles of each of the tools, very small. If you weren't looking for it, you probably wouldn't notice it at first. When Eldabelle uh, holds it up, it starts to kind of glow a little bit. But there's red inlays that are that, from a distance, look like they're just following the natural grains of the wood. They're like long and thread-like. Um, but when you look closer, you see that it's actually like sentences of ruinic language that that looks like. Uh, old people language, but it's that more advanced, elaborate version that you've seen as like the like speech of the dragons. That's more than just the the what you knew as old people language. And Eldabelle says these tools uh, were given to us uh, the in the light of the aurora by Didridan generations and generations ago, and these inlays were carved with his very blood. Really? Really. And, it, and it's, it's with that blood, the blood of that dragon, that gives these tools their ability. Didn't I buy these for like 250 gold? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my friends like, what? Are you, what? This does make me wonder, just in the world in general, how much stuff is just floating around out there. <laughs> but for real. Please go on. The blood of the dragons is what gives that speech that power, gives those words that power. I look at her in the eye. These tools are so old that 
I thought they've kind of lost their their ability. And when I saw that, you know, that that halfling had uh, carved the, uh, a, a word in some of his bumpkins, I thought, well, he might, you know, be able to, you know, make use of them. Uh, and, you know, there are these legends, a halfling line that descends from uh, some dragons. It's, it's all kind of old and folklore oh and Oh my god. Oh my god. And Marjorie gets out all the papers that, that we got from Durgi and she spreads them out on the floor in front of Eldebel. Uh, and she also gets the other tools. As, oh my god, this is all coming together. Here's a question for you. Do you think the scientists up in Didredon has been, have been trying to replicate these powers by developing their own carving tools? But obviously if you develop your own carving tools, you don't have access to any dragons. You can't bewitch them with the dragon's blood. Unless they have vials of dragon blood. <gasps> Unless, yeah. Do you think they have vials of dragon blood? Yes. Guys, we've stumbled upon a mystery. We need to get fancy clothes and go talk to a dragon. Yes, we have to get fancy clothes now. See, now we have to. <laughs> cut, cut to Zavis already in a different outfit with like, yes. a, with like a hanger over his neck. Like, we have yeah, to go. Yeah, got the little, the just like, like, little half cape yeah. just over my shoulder. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I love that in the background. If it Zaz has just been trying on different clothes. Yeah, and then I just hear this part and I just stick my head out like <laughs> <laughs> This would explain some of the, the happenings that have been going on back back home. That's that's part of why I, I came down here. There there was there's been trouble happening, you see, in, in what I was trying to explain to Berdalia, there's a, a, a rising group in the, in the cities uh in Steelshank and some of the other cities uh that claim to be worshiping Didredon but they are doing it through all the wrong ways they 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 aren't at all observing the correct rites and and practices it's it's a strange like death cult where where there's there's sacrifices and and ritual murders and and it's not at all what it's supposed to be they're they're perverting what what his the actual teachings are about there, there's a lot of cults in the mountains what else are you going to do a lot of lot of lot of time indoors a <sighs> lot, lot of lot of darkness you know it, it gets pretty rough i was in jail once there. and i never re- joined a cult well not everyone's as powerful as strong as you Marjorie. that's true thank you for the little pat on the back there at the same time, like I was saying, that, that 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 our people as a whole have turned away from the old ways, and there even was this practice of some of the greater members of our society crafting special masks to prevent the rites that my organization would would perform. And Marjorie so joy- joyfully pulls out uh, the. Do I have that? Do I have the mask? I don't know what we're calling it, but that white mask that we got at the farm. Mm-hmm. And she grabs it and she looks it over and she says, this is, this looks like something similar. It looks like something that was crafted by someone who would be familiar with this practice, but it's not as elaborate and it wouldn't be able to block our magics um, entirely. This, this seems to be enchanted in a different way, but it does have some words carved in it. This is all very strange and I'm not sure to what end, these, what, what goals these 
these people would have. Uh, there, you mentioned you mentioned there was a dergy or some somebody, the, another dwarf. That's that's who I was following down here. I assume is it, did did he have something to do with this? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We had to like he had he put that mask on a thing, and then that thing was making other things, and then we had to defeat that thing, and then we got the mask yeah, killed. Mm. Killed Annabelle. Yeah, it killed. No, Mariella? Arabella. Arabella. I've, I've Arabella. A, I have a lot of very similar names, sounding <laughs> names this season. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> be careful with that. Yeah, Elda Bell and uh, yeah, uh, is that a family thing? Are you the Bells? <laughs> totally different species. Okay. Uh, yeah, checks out. Well, good news for you. We put him in jail. We yelled at him. <laughs> so if there's, if you have any free time. Before the Harvest Festival and want to take a gander, just just tell them that Margarine and Zab has sent you and go have a little talk with Dirgy in the dungeon. He's also a pushover, so just threaten yeah, him and he'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> I, may just, I may just do that. I, I do need, though, hopefully, Berdalia will agree to repair my dress before tomorrow night. There's, you know, some... Very important things that need to happen, and and I would very much like to be properly protected. Wait, you have a dress? What this dress? Of course, this dress. Is it that it's cold? Pretty, the light of of my faith keeps me warm. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it magical or anything? Because it's beautiful, and I can't stop looking at it. Berdelia speaks up, and she says, "It's incredibly magical. It's it's you see." My my job, my train my training as a seamstress came from weaving these dresses and, and fabrics like this. And um, you made me cargo shorts? Hey, <laughs> I, those cargo shorts get the job done. Uh, let's not let's not tra- let's not, you know, besmirch utilitarian clothing. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I guess I'm more an adventurer than a fancy lass. What is the name of this material? It's a unique material from high up in the, in, in the mountains where I would weave the words into it, protect our, our, our people, our, the members of our order, from the shadow creatures that would try to attack the souls in the in-between space between this world and the next. It's, it's a very, vain, very dangerous job what we do. The enchantments that are woven into the clothing help to ward off some of the, the, those negative spirits. Can I have some? <laughs> <laughs> it's very taxing work, and I and I I swore I would never never do it again. It, the the cost is is too great. Like what? Yeah, how much? Well, is it like blo- is it like blood? When you're dealing with death magic, you need the compo- the proper components, and, oh, and yeah. which are I death. think death. Probably death, dude. We've d- we've done it. Yeah, shit. So can you so like the stuff that's swirling around flack or no? That's his soul. So that's my soul. You... Well, would that technically work? Delia, could that's you weave mine. his soul I into a jacket? <laughs> you will let me wear your soul as a beautiful cape. <laughs> no, that's too abstract of a of a of a, of a material. It, it does need to be Damn. something tangible, and unfortunately. The only way that I know how to do it is with the blood of an innocent creature. Oh shit! Yeah, Brilliant, you're hardcore. What about like 
frogs. They're innocent. Well, uh, I mean, not all frogs. Oh no! He went. He said it. He went there. That's all. <laughs> Fuck. That's the big bad at the end of the campaign. Just oh like a God. small frog that we thought we could trust. <laughs> if you'll remember, the first monsters you fought were frogs. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming back around. God, that's funny. They're gonna come get their revenge one day. What? Uh, what? And what blood was used for this dress? There, that's that's also part of the problem. Is that um, the creatures that were used usually came from the Feywild? Oh, we've been there too. Oh well, if you had brought anything back, then you know, if you had brought back the gold standard's kind of a unicorn, but. Um, you know, if you had brought back maybe, uh, you know, dragon blood, of course, works, but that's incredibly, you know, even more rare. You know, certain pixies. Uh, and then she just lists off like a like a menu of like different creatures that like, and it's just it just that you could just oh, that's so you could just dark. murder and, and and drain. Well, I like how you phrase <laughs> that as if. Like, we should have known to bring that back. Well, if you would have brought back this, well, how are we to know? <laughs> Berdalia. Yeah, being all cagey about your secret services. I came here to escape all of that, and just, you know, I, I still like sewing, but now I don't have to do it with life force. I can just do it with thread. No, yeah. no creatures had to die to make your cargo shorts. Yeah, that's fair. Marjorie's trying to remember if there's been a creature who died in her cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Elderbell, you said something about needing protection for the Harvest Festival. Is there something that we should know? What's the Harvest Festival? What? <laughs> well, now you've done it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> now you've done it. What? Uh, there not... are flyers all over town. Oh, you'll have to excuse me. I can't read. There are pictures on them. There are people milling about everywhere with... Have you not noticed the substantial uptick in people in this place? Maybe maybe Didredon doesn't have, like, fun. Culture? Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like it. Sounds like we should avoid going there and instead go to Middleton. No! No. Yeah. (laughs) Why would we want to go to a dry fucking city? It's not dry. There's. It's dry of music. (laughs) You do have conflicting. Sorry, do you you can't read? (laughs) Can't read common. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck, you should have made some posters in dragon speech. (laughs) Dwarven? Or dwarven. Dwarven? It would also work, yeah. No, it's the fucking giant festival that this entire town is centered around. It's happening tomorrow. We're playing music there. It's going to be awesome. Wait, yeah, so you're going to this festival, and you need protection. Everyone is going. Hold on, hold on, Flag. I'm I'm asking why she's going to the festival and also needs protection. I had no idea of the festival, but... but, What's happening um, tomorrow that you're going to need? Tomorrow night is, uh, you know, a very special night. I, when the moon is full, 
each month is when it's the the best uh, opportunity for um, recently departed souls to to uh, rise and and join in the soul river in the sky that leads back up to the halls of the dead in the mountains. And um, if I perform those rites tomorrow night, there will also be shadow spirits that will rise to to try to drag them away. And I'll need to be protected to combat them in order for those souls to, to, you know, be okay. Okay, listen, here, I've got a plan. Do you have to be in a specific location to perform this ritual? I was planning on doing it in the graveyard. Could you do it <laughs> at the festival grounds? Did you want this to be like a part of the show? Exactly. Oh, yeah. cool. We could get an awesome visual element to the performance while providing protection to we her because we're that adventurers. To the recently we're deceased spirit. It's like <laughs> using a, a person's family member as your prop for your stage show, and they're dead. Yes. Well, now we carry around a ghost in a walking staff. Well, I wasn't there when that happened. But you've been here for the past year and a half. Yeah, she likes it. And yeah, <laughs> and how much do you think these people would like if they were raised from the dead to rock out? I would like that. I would like that Thank too. Thank you. I put up my hand for a high five to Zabbis. Oh, uh, yeah, high five. Yeah! Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> Again, Zavis down low. <laughs> <laughs> also from underneath a new shirt that he's putting on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I suppose that there there could be a way that we could use the festival to 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 kind of amplify the the ritual. You know, if 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 we could get everybody, exactly. you know, doing the appropriate chants. Um, Dude, I can get a crowd chanting. I promise you that. Yeah, the, okay, what's the chance? Uh, I, I, listen, I'm just gonna, gonna say this. We're. I feel like if we do this and we have her center stage, it's going to bring the attention of the shadow spirits directly to the center of the stage, which is surrounded by people, and that would be putting bringing everybody or putting everybody in harm's way. Sorry, wait, shadow spirits? Did I miss that part of the conversation? Yeah, that's or is part that... of it. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to get There'll be shadow spirits. Okay. But that's why we're good... there, brother. That is, we're so all we going to be on stage. Them. But if, if, if we direct the attention towards the stage, rather than having her being in the graveyard, which is away from everybody and dealing with the spirits, like we can play our set and then we can run over and help her rather than endangering everybody's lives. But you don't have faith in your own abilities, Fletch? We could protect those people. We can and do what it, if dude. We couldn't. Well, then I don't like that kind of talk. I'm then trying all to be rational. Then all those people are going to have a great time uh, celebrating with the music on the way to the mountains as well. Oh, if my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> An argument in support of. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. The gnome. Uh, yeah, flag dancing. Flag nice dancing. To meet you. Yeah. If you could read the posters, you would have known. Well, don't yeah, make her feel bad. Pass that. Let's not. I, w- I was just saying he's an important man. If you could read, well, then you'd understand. Yet, thank you. That's me. <laughs> that was rude. Yeah, it was. I didn't expect. Wow, Fletch, you're really it... getting a little bit better with people now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, in, in support of, of Flack's argument, if five of us couldn't fight off the the shadow spirits, then one of me probably couldn't either. Right. So. 
And then the whole town would be overrun. You know, and if Berdalia could make us, you know, protective clothing, then we'd be okay. Turn towards Berdalia. Berdalia just like scoffs and she goes back behind the counter and she she pulls out like a very elaborate ornate like ceremonial like dagger it's a black bl- uh steel blade with like black jewels in it it has uh a really big uh black pommel that looks to be of the same stone that um uh Eldabelle is wearing around her neck Whoa. um and she's just like fine fine <laughs> just uh, fine. And then she just like, she goes in the back. <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess. We're... we're so good at wearing people down slowly. And, and <laughs> Eldabelle turns to you and she's like, it's okay. I've had to deal with these moods from her before. It'll be okay. She, she'll be fine. Oh. What about you? Do you, th- do you guys, do you think you guys are going to be patch things up now that you know that your God is real? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'd be lying if, if, I, if I said that the only reason I came out here was to follow that other dwarf and, and see ah. what he was up to. Um, so you're lying by saying you're lying about that? Or you said Black. it here? Yes, and it, it's, a, it's a figure of speech. What I mean to say mm, is right, right, right. I've, Sorry. I've always been, you know, in the years since, since Cordelia and I um, broke up, I've always been, you know, curious, what if? You know, is she the one who got away? You know what? Eldabelle, it's good that you came back and you had a conversation with her. It's good that we're here at this moment because you don't know. You don't know what could happen to them. You don't know if they could get bewitched by a black spirit and then be pulled to the depths of the ocean and die. So it's good that you're here. That's a very specific example. No reason. <laughs> <laughs> After talking to uh, Eldabel, you guys turn back to Zabbis, and you see that Zabbis has picked out immaculate outfits for all of you. Ah. Zabbis, yeah. oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Zabbis just has four mannequins lined up, dressed perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Um, am I good at convincing everyone that this is a genuine favor I've done, and not just like I need to have my crew looking good so I'm not embarrassed? <laughs> uh, I, I'll, I'll let everybody else answer for that. Do you guys, do, do your characters interpret this as a genuine action from Zavis? <laughs> I do. just gave me a high five, so yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I don't, but I also like it, so I'm not going to be mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we, t- we talked about, like, Blue Boy and Pinky for, mm-hmm. for Zavis and Margin, which I think is amazing. I, I think that Black would be kind of like um, Mozart. Oh my God, like child Mozart. When they're like dragging him around Austria to play at court. Yeah, (laughs) right. Oh gosh. Just like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to angle it from what color would Zabbis dress Fletch up in? I don't know, maybe like a green. I'm just imagining like very high, tight, like stockings. Oh my god. You know, not like pants. Ugh. Just just like anything that can accentuate how long he is. L- all leg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it should be all leg. Wait, that's for fudge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how 
impractical Rococo stuff is. It's so stupid. It's such a stupid era of fashion, but I love it. <laughs> the idea is definitely look as ridiculous as possible. It really is. It's like, I'm so wealthy. I don't have to move or be able to do anything. <laughs> it really like that. That's why these are so stupid. So you guys have your outfits uh, all set and um, Berdalia is off to craft you uh, band uniforms suddenly (laughs) out of uh, the uh, magical material that Eldabelle's uh, dress was crafted from. You don't know what she's going to do with that enchanted uh, knife, Um, but something will have to die for those clothes. Oh, man. Don't think about it too much. Don't think about it. Hey, everybody. Russell here with a few quick announcements, then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 116 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&D Pod on Twitter and D&D&D Pod on Instagram. Too many Ds? D&D&D Pod on Instagram. Or email us at dndndpod at gmail.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash pod, where we've got some cool rewards. We're about to uh, reveal our latest t-shirt, Patreon-exclusive t-shirt. Uh, will be coming out soon. It's a wonderful jar of lava design that I'm so, so excited about. It's absolutely gorgeous. Beth did an incredible job. Uh, and patrons will be getting that shirt uh, sometime next month, uh, probably by the time they all ship. Speaking of Beth's incredible artwork, check out her shop, BethBeRad.shop, where she's got great, great prints and stickers and all kinds of cool stuff available for purchase. Uh, D&D stuff, as well as her uh, personal artwork available. Uh, It's all great. And get some Beth stuff and hang it in your home or stick it on your laptop or water bottle or something uh, or a lamppost. Do people still do that? BethBeRad.shop for that. Uh, I think that's it for me. It's a quick one. Um, Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. You now head uh, to Borst Skep's shop, the, the Wantas Boar. Yeah. There, uh, you also discover uh, a bit of a tizzy with Borst and Wendell um, mid-argument. Wendell uh, has a large cloak on and is uh, carrying a case, like a suitcase. <gasps> is he leaving? What's that? Oh, it's the adventurers. They're back. I, I assume that this has something to do with, with you, probably, but I, I have to leave, and I was just trying to explain to Borst what, that the time has come for me to leave. There is too much of a threat in town for, for 
someone such as I. Is it the ghosts? No, there are ghosts. It's not the racist guy. We got he's not here anymore. Yeah, he's um, he's in government now. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also not racist anymore, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would take far too long to understand, but a person such as myself, one of the Dragonborn, is um in danger in this city. Now there's I, I saw something that, that disturbed me and, and someone who shares my lineage is is vulnerable and, and I, I, I have to go. I'm I'm sorry. Did you watch wait. Wendell, did you see a murder? Did you see a murder, dude? No, I, I saw something far more disturbing. Was I saw it a some goopy man. No, it was <laughs> was it pumpkins a cart made away? of pumpkins. Oh, it was pumpkins. Oh. That was that's sorry, that's worse than a murder. A cart made out of pumpkins. I mean, I guess it's like a murder isn't upsetting your ideas of what's are, are, physically possible. Are dragonborns allergic to pumpkins? Oh wow, that must be it. <laughs> well, I personally don't respond well to nutmeg, which is found in a lot of pumpkin things. But that's neither here nor there. But oh. <laughs> the the greater issue is the magical means that that made the pumpkins locomotive. It's through. A, a a spell that puts someone like myself in danger, and and I have I have to go. I I don't want to. No 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 no, Wendell. No, you need to talk to me. <laughs> Wendell, since it's been four years, and people might not remember, <laughs> has a a very dragon face. He he's a dragonborn, but um looks. I very... think I peed myself when I first saw him. Yeah yeah, he's very <laughs> frightening in his in his um appearance he has a, a very reptilian face and very sunken eyes horns on uh on each side of his head um he's a black dragon his snout is always uh smoking just a little bit of green smoke he's a very um imposing figure but when margarine says you and i need to talk he drops his case and kind of like backs away from you in fear um and he's like almost eight feet tall, so this is a very comical image for the rest of you, tiny little <laughs> margarine, like, freaking out this um, large, stooped, you know, imposing dragon figure. I'm sure we could work something out. I don't want to... Whatever, whatever... Uh, just, please. I'm not, I'm not threatening you. I just... I know what you're talking about, and I just want to know more about it. Was it... Was it you? Are no. you the one? We wrote it. We wrote it. It was fun. But it's I know very that concerning. when you carve uh, old people language into pumpkins, special things happen. But I didn't realize that draconic folk would be scared of that. Because well, it's it, the, the powers from dragon blood, Margarine. Oh, I, but if it's from dragon blood, shouldn't he be able to do it? Yeah, and ask not him. be afraid of know. it. Ask, ask. Okay, and I do. The powers. Of the speech are very mysterious and and complicated. It's not inherent to my kind. Even though you uh, have dragon blood, the speech is as we know. What you know is old people language, um, and my people is known as the speech of creation. And it's Whoa. it's one of the most ancient and powerful forms of magic in in existence. Long ago. And then you hear just a shudder from the staff. <laughs> oh. 
long ago. <laughs> Before the time of the first convergence, when, when the worlds were still young and dragons first came into, into form, they became the first creatures to, to, to weave the power um, that we've come to know as magic. And in its most pure form, their speech and their language was used to create all, all sorts of things um, that, that we now take advantage of in, in, in our worlds. Um, it's, legends say that it's how the mountains and, and the oceans and, and the land itself were all created, was that the dominant dragons carved their, the, the very words uh, of, the, of this language into, into kind of nothingness and then brought forth creation. Uh, at least that's how the legends go. It's only descendants who come from those lines that can wield this power natively without invoking special rituals using dragon blood. I, I, I don't descend from such a line. I, I, my lineage is, is just a normal dragon that's long been hunted to extinction. There's still rumors that there are some folk walking this earth and some dragons somewhere around that are of these great lines, um, if you believe in that, that sort of thing. I do. Uh, I, I wasn't sure that I did. It's been so long since I've, I've had, to, had to think about these stories from when I was a child, and I'm very old. But when I saw the word upon those pumpkins and saw the way that they moved, I, I, I feared that someone had rediscovered this magic and was searching for a means to, to implement it. Do you think that they would implement it onto you? I worry that they would use me and need my blood to, to do it. We never thought that. Not until now. <laughs> I hope you're not here for that. No, no, no. Of course, we're here for weapons. Well, then you've come to the right place. <laughs> 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 and he shows you his wares. So you guys have the item list. <laughs> <laughs> and you can peruse it. Uh, Margin, do what you have any other... What do you call other... it? The, the language of the creation? The speech, speech of creation. creation. That's way cooler than old person yeah. talk. Hey, I came up with it on the spot. Gressel had the time to write something cool. That's true. Do they just have weapons or also instruments? Within reason, depending on what you want to get. The trombone? The trombone, uh, because it's made of metal, uh, they would have. Because Wendell enjoys magic metal a lot. I lost a lot of stuff when I became a spaghetti clown and then when I went back to being a gnome. So I need some instruments. Uh, I got a, I got like a, a beginner's uke here. Don't have my special flying V purple one. But uh, I, I, what, what's that back there glimmering? Is that trombone I see? You have a, a good eye. Um, this uh, trombone, uh, the, the John M. Bone. Yeah. Um, Yes, is a uh, is a magical instrument that uh, we recently acquired. Uh, I I was very curious about the um, the material that it was made of. Um, you know, it's 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 not often that um, a, a, an instrument that is usually made of brass could be crafted from uh, bone this way. But, yeah, is that uh, bone? Is that a skull? It is. It, this is actually a a. Uh, an heirloom that Borst was was particularly interested in because it's um it's it's uh, 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 of orcish origins. Oh wow! 
Is that offensive? Well, it seems to be ceremonial, and this was a way of honoring the the warrior musician in death was to craft his remains into a into a, a instrument so that um he may continue to inspire um other warriors in battle long after his his mortal life had faded. Hey, guys, if I get killed, please do that. <laughs> that is the coolest That's thing I've so ever heard. Metal. So if That's I cool. get killed again and not get brought back, use my bones to make instruments. Uh, all right. Promise? I was thinking about making like a cup or something, but yeah, like I'll <laughs> no what for your I fucking bar drink from your yeah. skull yeah that's cool well you can use some of them for that but use most of them for instance okay. Fletch how long have you been thinking about using flax bones for your bar well yeah also <laughs> that came out real fast yeah man. <laughs> well when he started talking about making stuff out of bones I was like oh yeah cups and then you were like if I die then use my and I was like flax bones so it, okay, it was so pretty this like wasn't premeditated. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah. What's that boner do? It will. It will have a an area of effect that will allow you to. Um, the way that they wrote it is that it's uh under under your control or control their actions. So I I, I think it'll probably like mimic the command spell, but you'll be able to target like multiple creatures. So you'll be able to like and then be like do this and then they'll have to do it you know what i mean okay and let's say that it it will have it will always affect orcs and orcish creatures yeah this comes from uh wolf raven 564 thanks uh, wolfie thanks wolf um they have uh their own legend for this magical item but it uh is different from the lore of this world so thanks for submitting i Thank you. i uh I hope uh, we can do your trombone justice. I would like to get the strolly scrollies. That's so good. Is that one you were going to get? Show it first. Well, we're part, of the, we're part <laughs> of the team. It's not like you're not going to be able to use them. Right. So the strolly scrollies uh, is an unassuming set of two blank scrolls. Whatever gets written on one scroll magically fades and appears on the other. It's a great tool for communication when a party is scattered or separated, which is w- we do that sometimes. Range of 10 miles can work between two realms, but the messages are wildly scrambled if you're in two realms. That's oh, a very yeah. fun oh, okay. detail. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that detail a lot. And that comes from Jordan Sanabria. Sanabria? Thank, you, Thank Jordan. you, Jordan. All right. Robin M. sent this. It's called The Idol of Probuscus. I'm going to buy it, and I'm not going to say what it does right now. Oh. Fantastic. Appropriate. The right choice. <laughs> Thank you, Robin, for submitting this item, which is phenomenal. Robin knows. You know, I I once had a cape of bees, and I really enjoyed those buzzy little guys. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that golden sword back there, it's got some some flowers coming out of the blade. And do do I hear the unmistakable little buzz of a little bee? Uh, The honey queen's blade from uh, Nocturne. Yes. Uh, a golden sword with several pink flowers blooming from the blade. Um, yes. Marjorie's going to cool mom this. Okay. And look at Zabbis, who seems disinterested in all of the wares. She's going to point to the back while holding her proboscis statue. <laughs> at a pipe and medicinal herb. Ha. 
a blown glass pipe uh, and a small jar of a stinky dried herb that smoking the herb gives you plus five temporary hit points and restores a spell spell slot of second level or lower, but gives disadvantage on attack rolls for one minute. Uh, and the toker can't act on reactions <laughs> for an hour. Oh. <laughs> I think that sounds great. Yeah, can I get a slightly magical crossbow? Sure. Uh, you can get a yeah. You can get a, a plus one crossbow for sure. You probably can it. Can it, can it do fire? <sighs> can it occasionally do fire? Can I have a chance of doing fire? I think we have something with a. Uh... A slight fire enchantment, sure. I would like that. How does that work? Uh, I will give you those parameters before next time you guys fight. Copy that. Can I upgrade my knives of Giladoy to swords of Giladoy? Take the blades that Mallet gave me? Uh, well, hold up there, Marjorie. I don't know if, uh, if, if we're going to be able to do that for you. It's, Gosh, uh, it's been so long! It's, uh, it's good to see you guys again. Uh, I'm very sorry, but, uh, I, I don't think that I'm going to be able to, to upgrade these knives for you. It's, it's, there's magic in here that is uh, it's just beyond me. It's, I, I, I think it's beyond even Wendell. It, 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 it seems that this is, this is really specific druidic magic that, uh, that's very old and, and very ancient. Why is it always druidic magic? Gets in the way. These are special knives from an order of, of ancient druids. So... That all tracks for me. Okay. Margarine sheaths them. Whoever, whatever Smith made these, though, is, is oh boy, so talented. An unbelievable talent. Just, just, uh, just generational, really. I, I, I'd love to meet him or her or them and, and shake the hand. I mean, it's just such incredible work. Uh, uh, who, uh, do you know who made these? Uh, did you find them? It- um, do you want, do you want the truth? Mm-hmm. Or do you want something that will make you feel a little bit better sleeping at night? I think those are lines that I can read between. I didn't kill him. I didn't well, kill him. Well, that's good. Perhaps there's somebody from uh, from his organization who could uh, who could uh, maybe help you out here. But I'm I'm sorry if okay. if you want, you know, big heavy axe. We got a lot of big heavy axes. Got a got a got a sale on big heavy axes today. Big heavy axe. I guess I'll look at the big heavy axe. But you're so little. <laughs> they're just yeah, they're just twice the size of margarine. And Boris is like, no, like holding them up, like hey, like a uh, let's say uh, uh, you're about a uh, maybe like a, a, a forty-four regular. Well, let's let's see it. <laughs> this will really confuse the enemies. We roll straight <laughs> to see doing? if I can pick this thing up. Ah, rolled a sixteen. I th- I think Marjorie picks up the axe pretty well. Like obviously she can't she can't use a heavy axe. <laughs> but I think I impressed upon him my old lady string. You've definitely made it so that Boris thinks that he could actually sell you a big heavy axe. <laughs> um but then it's have to go above my mantle and I'm just not in the market for something like that. Oh yeah, not not looking for something decorative right now. I see. I could have a chip to your to your mansion if you like. Do you think I'm made of money, Borscht? Kind of are, though. Rumor is that you're some of the wealthier folk in town now. Is that true? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Who started that rumor? All we of us get like that really which we hate the most. <laughs> <laughs> we really, yeah, we are. We are. 
what we hated. It's really dark, actually. <laughs> I want the orb of Phobroeth. Uh, it's a brown metallic orb that allows the user uh, that allows the user to see any direction directly around her or himself, unless there's a wall or barrier or any kind of any kind in the way. The image is a bit hazy in any direction except straight in front of the user. So uh, this is from uh, Jeffrey Osterek. Thanks, thank you, Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeff. Though you may have assured me that the pumpkins, you know, might not be uh, of of malicious intent, I'm still very concerned for for my well being, and I think I might just. I have a lot of vacations saved up, and I think I'm just going to take it. You know, I'll I'll be back. I'm just going to go lay low for a little while, and you know, <laughs> retreat to my my summer cottage. That sounds wonderful. And we're the rich ones. <laughs> yeah, at least we don't use summer as a verb. <laughs> And uh, Wendell steps outside and he tosses his cloak off um, and stands to his full height, um, which you see is, um, you know, about eight feet tall. Uh, and he stretches out uh, some leathery um, reptilian wings um, and uh, takes off Whoa. holding his uh, suitcase. And he puts a little hat on and <laughs> he uh, flies off uh, south southwest. Wow. He really is a dragonborn. Horse, you're going to be able to uh, handle the workload by yourself? Oh, yeah. I mean, he mostly just puts us around with his fancy medals and stuff anyway. He's really more of a special projects guy. It's really slowed down with the harvest season upon us, so, you know, I'll be all right. But thanks. Okay. Yeah, no problem, man. Hey, you going to be at the festival tomorrow? Oh, you know, wouldn't miss it. I'm really looking forward to that show. Right, yeah. thanks. Bring yeah. some weapons. <laughs> going to be a big yeah. crowd. I don't know who you've talked to would suggest that there's going to be small crowds, but there's going to be a big crowd. Yeah, no, it's going to be a big crowd. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, do you sell weapons that work against ghosts? Hmm. You know, not really my ex area expertise. It's it's very difficult to get a, a material object to hurt a ghost. Um, usually, any kind of magical enchantment will do the trick, but uh, some ghosts are kind of resistant. And, you know, when you get into the, to, to the death magic, it, it gets kind of morally dicey, and, and it's not really the kind of stuff that I, I like to dip my toe into. Well, if you have any, bring it. <laughs> Just a heads up. Bye! So can we cut to nighttime after everyone's gone to bed in the manor? Sure. Okay. So, Marjorie, after having quite the day out and about, she grabs um she grabs the old carving tools, the ones that Durgi was so impressed by and that were ultimately from uh from like the secret society didgeridon, right? Mm -hmm. She's gonna sneak down the stairs and through the ballroom and past the kitchen and down the stairs again to the door. Mm. And after having that conversation with Wendell, Marjorie's going to cut her hand and put her blood on the carving tools and carve the word open into the door. When your blood touches the tools, the metal parts of the tools start, start to glow, that same red glow that you saw from the scarecrows and the mechanics and the mysterious straw person. It's that same jewel tone, deep red glow. There's a 
strange sensation that runs through your body when, when the tools and your blood make contact. It's electrifying, but, but not, not in a shocking way. It, it, it's almost energizing in, in, in a, a way that seems so powerful to you. You, you. you don't know what to do with it, Marjorie. It's, it's a magical feeling that is completely foreign to you. Um, it's almost uh, overloading you with with energy and and excitement. It's like you gave ten cups of coffee to a toddler. Like you, you just can't oh, no. process what's what's just vibrating inside of you. When you carve the the old person word for open onto this mysterious door in the basement, and the uh, the glow from the tools from your blood uh you're you're you even see as you look down at your arm your your the 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 trails of your veins even start to almost glow and the door starts to vibrate this is the door downstairs this is the door oh <laughs> the stone and steel that you carved the letters onto starts to fade and the physical door, the overall physical door, is vibrating, and it starts to kind of slide up, and it, you hear stone scraping against stone, and now it starts to vibrate even more, and the whole house starts shaking. Oh, the the letters as they fade, you can see through the door where the letters were into a dark, swirling vortex. Uh, it, it, it's it's a portal, but it's unlike any portal you've ever seen before. There's something inherently sinister about it, and something um, that that fills you with an unimaginable dread. All of the excitement you just had of the magic that was filling your body is immediately replaced by a fear of whatever this is that you're that that you're staring at, and it feels like it's staring right back at you. There's there's a a burst of of air. That, that comes out of these openings that the, the, the letters made. And it blows you back and it knocks you over. And you see the, the, the just couple inches of door that had risen up slam back shut. The vortex starts to stretch out of the openings that the letters made and form into something. Oh. It starts to materialize into something that Marjorie is mortally afraid of. Oh, a shower? Just <laughs> 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 a washtub. This is a large wash, like an old school wash basin. Margarine it now is uh, just overcome with fear as this uh, shadowy tendril comes through the opening that she carved into the door. And it forms into, it, it starts to take form uh, before you, first forming a bioluminescent orb that just glows in the darkness of the basement. And so now the only the only sources of light now uh, are the deep red um, glowing jewel tone of your blood still uh, as it comes from the cut in your hand uh, and the tools um, as they glow. And now this uh, deep purple light that is coming from this ball and then attached to this ball comes out a, a uh, shadowy tendril that starts to take form into this no. massive, gaping uh, no, no, no. maw full no, of no, no, horrific, no. sharp uh, teeth. It's like 
it's like a mouthful of uh, of just swords. Uh, just every every single tooth in this thing is about a three foot long, just razor sharp blade. Oh, and now no, this no. Six, six or seven foot tall oh. from floor to ceiling, massive mouth of these sharp, sharp teeth. And then behind it, this shadowy body of this fish-like oh, creature Marjorie takes runs. form. Oh my god. Virgin runs and she says, Zabbis! Zabbis, the door! What did you do? I opened the door! Wait, really? Is it cool? D&D&D is a Spotify-exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca.